This is Trans Chat, a podcast where trans folk chat about ourselves, things important to us, and our community. In today's episode of Trans Chat, we will briefly discuss some experiences where trans folks are mocked or made fun of. Today's episode continues the conversation between Fran and Luna. What what I refer to as building my dysphoria toolkit, right? So hearing Mm -hmm. other folks talk about things that work for them or things that that cause problems, I may be getting a light bulb moment of, oh, hey, this isn't because of anxiety. This, This is more an intersection of these two things. And, you know, building those tools. And I, I have I have a trans little. Mm-hmm. And she is going to have this big toolkit that, that she's going to start with because of, of the wonderful trans folk in, in her life. And I'm so excited for that. And I hope that maybe mm-hmm. in some small way uh, the Trans Chat podcast can help build other folks' toolkits. Right. And um, if nothing else, give them that light bulb moment of, oh, maybe I'm not a horrible person and these are normal experiences and Mm -hmm. like you mentioned with with a lack of awareness and and intersection with the ostensibly I'm guessing Christian lady because of the the sin component yeah so I I I hope folks will benefit is is Mm -hmm. the the end of that long rave So may I ask uh, another question, or do you have something? Yeah. Um, no, go ahead. Fire okay. away. So you, we did not mention that you are one of the the wonderful Modman team mm-hmm. of the uh, the trans, non-binary, and genderqueer network. And yeah. it occurs to me that I, I don't know if, if if you've had much interaction with the Gender Freedom Society part of the stuff. And if you want to be a regular on the podcast, you're you're welcome to be. I, I think we could have a lot of fun conversations. But as, as a member of the, the Modman team for the TNGN, are you comfortable sharing maybe some of your experiences with the group before becoming a, a moderator? Are there anything that, or any things that you would like to share that, about being a moderator or anything like that? Uh, I'll just let you go ahead and... Sure. Yeah, there's actually a lot. Um, if it weren't for... I'll just start with this because it's very dramatic. Uh, if it weren't for joining this group and other trans support groups, I don't think I would have come out at all. So being part of groups like this, it uh, personally for me, it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Like I'm not just this one person in this entire town that feels this way or whatever. Like, you know, there are more people like me that uh, love me for who I am. They love themselves for who they are. And just having in my mind, like when I'm coming out, this entire community that I already have it just made me feel so much better. So um, when I first joined, I put, you know, this uh, post up just basically like, hey, what's up, everybody? This is me. And just the amount of love that I got was insane. Like I was talking to my my, uh, my roommate at the time. I was like, oh, my gosh, like this person said this. This person said this amazing thing about me. And like, of course, like, you know, you don't want to rely completely on other people's validation but it's so nice for people when for me at least like when I'm like oh I might be this you know you know little egg crack moment and then everybody's like and you're so valid and perfect and it's just it it's something I never really heard before because I just kept it inside this whole time yeah so coming out to a bunch of strangers it actually really helped yeah personally (laughs) no I I think I think it's important 
it makes me happy that the, uh, the, the group was able to provide that support for you. And I wish everybody had that support for everything about yeah. them, for neurodivergence, for orientation, for identity. Mm-hmm. Like how awesome would a world be where folks are celebrating each other for mm-hmm. them being themselves. And in many cases, right. this is awesome, right? Like mm-hmm. you're an amazing artist and um, you're an amazing person that I'm glad um, shared experiences or similar shared experiences, you know, have brought us together to interact with um, mm-hmm. on the Modman team and, and, and through like this, this podcast right now. And <laughs> there's, there's things to celebrate there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I joined, it was a great experience. Uh, eventually, I was like, everybody, I think I'm gonna actually come out to my boyfriend who I think was like the first person I ever told. Um, and my friends, I think I told my friends like the day before um, because I lived with them at the time and I was, you know, crying on the couch and I was like, huh, I'm also, I just blurted it out. Sometimes it happens like that. But uh, anyway, so I was posting like, I think I might come out to my boyfriend. I'm really nervous, blah, blah, blah. And everybody just immediately being like, oh, we're here for you. Like, you know, please update us. Like the amount of people that just wanted to see how I was doing afterwards, it was so nice. Like just knowing that no matter what happened, these people that were strangers at the time still were like ready to basically like virtually hug me if I needed it at any time. Um, And it really, it it pushed me to be like, this is who I am. I don't need to just daydream all the time that I'll be this other person. Like I can be this person, which I think was a huge thing for me. Um, There's this meme, not to go on a tangent, but there's this meme I saw, it was just super funny. It was like someone playing, dominoes that's what it's called okay and the first one is just like i'm not trans but if i woke up in a different body i would love that and then at the end it's just like oh no so like that's kind of how my journey was and then when i was in the group i was like i can be this person i daydreamed about before i fell asleep so um that was amazing and then joining the modman team also was just a great experience because i felt um almost like uh, maybe not a parent is the right word, but like an extra helping hand to all these people that I just, I really wanted to like make everyone know that they are so cared for and like we're for them and kind of like giving them this space where they'll be protected. You know, there's, you know, fights here and there and, and um, member requests that are a little upsetting, but for the most part, it's very much like, just reassuring people that like they are perfect the way they are and that we're here for them and that we're here to chat if they need it, uh, if there's something going on that they're uncomfortable with. Um, because it, for example, actually, um, before I was a moderator, there was uh, this person that uh, I was getting really uncomfortable with and I messaged the modmin team and within 20 minutes, they it was resolved and everything was okay. So like just knowing that this space is totally safe for everybody and being part of the modman team, I see how much work that is. And it, it makes me appreciate it even more. And just the amount of people that are like, um, we're not sure what to do. Let's just, let's put up a poll and, and see, you know, and just having this system where it's like, we talk it out and we have all these different solutions. It's really nice to have all these heads come together yeah. and, really come up with the best solution for everybody. And, and I, I, I want to say that, that uh, you contribute a lot to that. I, I think we'd be hard pressed to find a group member who just doesn't have wonderful things to say about 
about you and and your participation in the group you know because your 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 amazing personality shines through those those interactions with the group and i'm getting to to experience that a little bit more now and it's just it's it's a very it's a very nice uh, just being around being around you Um, thank you if you could say anything to to the group members is there something that you you wish that you could could say to them sure yeah definitely just that you are so loved and cared for even if it's not your immediate family we i know it's very hard because they're the people you live with the people you grew up with it's very hard to be like we're your family now it could be a very hard adjustment and that's totally understandable um i've been through feelings like that but we may not be able to replace what you were so used to, but we are here to be an amazing addition to your life and to just give you all the love and support you deserve and that there's nothing wrong with you and that we are just here to continue your happiness and your journey and whatever that means is we're here to support you. (laughs) Those are awesome thoughts. (laughs) Are you comfortable discussing family um, at this this point? Uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah. How how has your your family responded to some of your your increasing awareness of yourself and and your efforts to to, to live authentically? Um, it's kind of like a mixed bag. Um, my the way I came out is I have very bad social anxiety, and of course, you know, talking about something so deep, it's hard. So I kind of I don't know if I regret it. I probably don't, but. It's like I, I came out over social media all at once and I texted my family in the middle of the night and just said, here it is. I'm going to bed. Uh, I couldn't at the time I was moved out. Uh, I, was, I just couldn't. I didn't know how to bring it up, basically. But the amount of support from not families per se, but just like the neighborhood I live in and like, you know, the moms I saw at bring your like, you know, they came to school and stuff that just people that I, I've seen in passing my entire life since I was a kid, just being like, I'm so happy for you, was incredible. Just people that I never even expected. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, when they come out, they kind of have this nervous feeling about specifically people older than them, like older generations, but I'm not calling this lady old, but she's older than me. So it was it was really surprising. A couple of women that, uh, specifically in this area, like the moms, basically, of the neighborhood, being proud of me. But um, back to my family, um, a lot of shock at first, definitely, especially because it was over text in the middle of the night. Uh, apparently, my brother was awake, so that didn't really work out. But <laughs> my brother is amazing. He is my best friend, and he's still my best friend now. He's younger than me, uh, not that much younger, only by a couple years. But so he at first was like, you know, I'm still your best friend. I still love you so very much. Basically, just looking out for me and not being like, you know, I want you to doubt yourself, but more of like, I want you to do what's best for you, but I'm a little nervous basically. But now he like, yeah, but now he's, you know, he corrects my dad at the dinner table. If he uses the wrong pronouns, he's like dad, literally. So like things like that. And he was saying how, uh, in passing one day, how his, one of his, uh, thoughts about jobs in the future is maybe he'd be a teacher. And he was saying how, if I wanted to be an art teacher, he'd be like, Oh, you got to hire, hire Fran. He's my brother. He's the best. So just hearing that, it was amazing. So he's, he's awesome. Um, my parents are, have a, a learning curve. Uh, they're still 
very much uh, from last we talked, um, trying to get past the fact that they feel like I kind of, um, lack of a better word, like killed their daughter, um, which is valid from an outsider's point of view, but it still hurts, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of like being like, I'm still the same person, but to you, I'm not, it's, it's, we're trying for family therapy, but there's a long wait list. Yeah. Uh, they're it, very it lo- rough. Yeah. They're very loving people. Um, not as, um, I guess, educated on everything. So sometimes like hurtful things will happen. Oh, a paper just fell off my wall. Um, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, there'll be hurtful conversations and there will be conversations of my mom being, my mom talks to me more because she's more open with her emotions, basically of her, you know, being afraid that this is happening too fast. You know, I told her about the appointment I had for the doctor's office next week for um, hormones, and she was freaking out because um, for her, this happened a couple months ago, and now it's already here. But for me, it's it's been most of my life. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of fear in that, and honestly, just talking about it out loud kind of helps me see their side a little more. But um, definitely can be hurtful conversations sometimes. Uh, but it's conversations, I guess, for them to understand, we need, we need to have them. Um, definitely with a therapist there, it'd be good for me to not have to explain my own existence. I I think Um, that's fair too. (laughs) Right. Like, uh, y'all, um, I'm trying to tell you something over and over again. Somebody else to take over for a moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, I haven't, uh, mentioned, I guess using they, them pronouns a little bit because it's just another layer. I'm kind of waiting for family therapy because it, it would help, I guess, to talk about that out loud and for not there to be like, oh, so now, so now you're changing again, kind of thing. Like, I told you you're moving too fast kind of thing. It's like, I, but, um, when it comes to my grandparents, I still have, uh, two grandparents alive. Um, my one, my Nana, she's totally fine with it, which is amazing because, you know, again, older generation, she's totally fine with it. Um, she still uses the wrong pronouns, but again, uh, social anxiety. I don't think she does it on purpose. Uh, I think she just doesn't know. Like I didn't tell her yet because I'm still trying to work up how to have that conversation. Um, when it comes to my grandpa, he's so cute. Uh, the guy I'm named after, he's so cute. He, my mom had a conversation with him a couple weeks ago and she goes, Fran, I think he thinks that you're saying you're a lesbian. So <laughs> because I, you know, I told him basically, you know, I, I feel like I'm a, a, a guy in a girl's body, you know, it's the easiest way to explain it to some people. And I think he took that as he thinks that I'm a lesbian now instead of a trans guy which again not sure how to start the conversation it's very cute that he still accepts me and he's very confused as to why i'm still dating a a, a man but (laughs) he's totally fine with it apparently so like it's uh, my parents are very cute but not yet educated we have to have that conversation kind of thing um my cousins amazingly supportive all of them are amazingly supportive like even the cousins I don't really text or talk to as much, like text me saying, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so excited to see you like be like the person you wanted to be, excuse me, wanted to be. And um, so that's great because I love all my cousins, um, especially on my mom's side. They're closer in my age. So it's, it's nice to have that. Yeah. So that's my family as a whole, my extended family. Eh. I don't know if it's because they're against it or they just, choose to ignore my Facebook posts because I have all of them on Facebook. But 
I don't even have a big family. It's just that when they come over, it's like them and then their friends or something. So it's like a lot of people that I may or may not be like related to. Um, <laughs> um, so it's it's exhausting to try to correct everybody. It is. It is. <laughs> Especially when I don't know if they're doing it because they're trying to be hurtful or just because they're uh, in denial or scared or whatever. Um, still trying to kind of come up with how to address that. <laughs> You know, I, I have not found the secret sauce or the secret formula for determining if, if somebody is is doing it or is, is doing it maliciously or, or out of out of ignorance or memory mm-hmm. for some folks. Like there's some that it's super obvious. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm perhaps uh, unpleasant when I when I peg somebody being super not not so much for myself, but I I have I have a couple of relatives who, who've come out as trans, mm-hmm. um, who are sometimes misreferenced is how I will put mm-hmm. it. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have as much of a problem burying my teeth, uh, and growling a little bit in those situations. Yeah. I, I don't know if it offers hope, but, uh, there was a several year learning curve with my parents and, mm-hmm. um, I, I, they're, they're still, they're still learning and adjusting. Um, and it's mm-hmm. a process, but but we got we got to where we're at, and um, I, I would say that our relationships are are better than they were beforehand. Well, that's that's nice to hear, especially uh, for hope and also for you personally. I'm glad. Thank you, um, and yeah, I, I hope it offers hope. I, I when I when I came out, I honestly thought I was losing my my, my parents and and, mm-hmm. and and others. I I kind of did something similar to what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, although I had written, I'd written this long letter, uh, <laughs> to my mom basically saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do something. And I don't think you're going to like I, it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you're going to respond, but even if, if this is something that, that, you know, you can't br- breaks the relationship sort of thing, you know, please, please don't let that affect your relationship with my kids and my wife. And uh, that that w- ended up not even needing mentioned or worried about, but it was something I worried about. And you know, other other than my sister and a couple of cousins, for the most part, people are trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one thing about uh, when you said uh, doing it out of being disrespectful and stuff, to bring it back all the way, if you want to clip this into the other one or just delete it, that's okay. I thought I should mention. Um, I only find that the people that kind of do the uncomfortable pointing and staring thing uh when i worked at walmart were kids and they kind of were just like uh this one girl that was in a uh, cart she was like laughing and she was like that person looks like a boy and like in my mind i'm like thank you but like in her mind it's something you know she's laughing at me and then her sister kind of like smacked her a little bit and was like stop so there's i guess hope that some people know what's wrong and i just kind of had to take a deep breath and hope that when I walked away, the mom said something educational to the kid, if not at least saying, you can't say that out loud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, so I, I was going to say, I, I found that the only people that are outright hurtful is kids because they just say what's ever on their mind. Yeah. And, and we're seeing some changes in it now, but gender bending, anything uh, gender role related is, is often done for laughs and cartoons mm-hmm. and, and, and the stuff that kiddos consume. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and hopefully we're we're moving a little bit past that. Mm-hmm. Folks may not have been a huge fan of Double Trouble in the Netflix Shira, but it was an exposure to a non-binary person. First acknowledged exposure probably for many kids and you know my kids I don't know where the idea came from but even after I'd come out and started presenting and dressing and 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 acting um, how I've always wanted to and how I felt inclined to my whole life and now not policing my behaviors you know my kiddos have said things like um, but two girls can't be married I'm like but mommies and I are married and so we'll have mm-hmm. that conversation. And some of that comes from church, which I, I, I try to combat as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I've been in, the, in a church building with my kids, having somebody correct me, correcting them when my child is trying to call me mommy. And they're like, you mean daddy? I'm like, no, they mean mommy. And then I'm mm-hmm. being, so it's, it's a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, my, my, my kiddos now are prepped, though, when, when they hear something that they don't think is right, uh, they're comfortable saying, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really, it's fun to see how, or fun's maybe not the right word, it's, it's encouraging mm-hmm. to see that uh, things that, that I didn't feel were right, but I, I were scripted and modeled these behaviors um, and then eventually engaged in, uh, I, I didn't have the, the confidence to be like, no, this, this doesn't feel right in any way you spin it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm hopeful that, that kids kind of bring back to the tangents beginning that, um, you know, with more stories, uh, more media representation, better cartoons, yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of harm will be reduced in the future. Yeah. Um, that's still really crappy to have have that experience and I am I am sorry you had it uh, my closest analog was a group of teenagers when I when I first started uh, addressing to my taste mm-hmm. that like stopped in a parking lot and, and, and pointed and laughed for like five or ten minutes before I was able to finally get into the car because I'm sitting there in my wheelchair waiting to, <laughs> to be able to get to the car right. it doesn't feel great and I'm no. sorry that that you experienced that kind of harm as well.